so I feel like being a white ally is something that you know is really really hard to kind of know how to do correctly I feel like a lot of white people might think that you know it's not their space it's not their place to talk about things it's not their place to um to share things it's not their place to educate themselves on certain things or you know they don't feel comfortable to to discuss things and I think that that is going to be an issue when it comes to tackling um tackling racism in society if if such a huge group don't um understand it how how are we going to fight it together if you don't understand it um and I think when we start talking about allyship we have to of course recognize that to be an ally to a cause means that you're not directly affected by it and that means that you have privilege in in one certain aspect um I feel like the privilege that white people have white privilege and you know the fact that they don't have to be they're not directly impacted by racism in a negative way I think that the fact that they can call themselves allies and you know don't have to experience it is crazy to me because obviously as a young black working class woman my race has affected me so much in my life that I can't ignore it and it might sound crazy for like a white um working a white working class a white middle class or upper class man he wouldn't ever have to think about the impact that race has on his life and I think that's you know something that really needs to be um thought about when we talk about allyship um something that I've used to kind of help me understand what does it mean to be an ally um and kind of empathize with white people when it comes to talking about racism is um the discussion about ableism and how the world is built to accommodate able-bodied people and um you know I think that was such an amazing way for me to take myself out of my blackness for a little bit and think about um how how it must be to have a privilege that you don't have to think about because you don't have to experience the negative effects of it um I don't have to experience you know the negative effects of um ableism I think that makes sense of like how the world is structured around people who are able-bodied and without disabilities um I don't need to think about that because it doesn't affect me because I am an able-bodied person so like cars that park like on the pavement and wheelchairs wouldn't be able to get through um you know I could just walk in the road I could just you know squidge myself through a little gap and it happened the other day when I was coming home from college and I and I stopped and was like oh my gosh if this was someone if I was someone in a wheelchair right now I'd be stuck I'd have to either go round and go all the way down to the traffic lights, cross the road, come back down, go down to the next set of traffic lights and then cross over so that I could avoid this obstacle. Um, or like, what? how would I get through this if I had a wheelchair? And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the same kind of way that black people have to navigate the world. Um, and I could appreciate my privilege then 
and kind of understand it in a sense of white people don't have to talk about race because it doesn't affect them they don't um, understand how much harder it makes everyday life for black people because they don't have to experience it same way that someone who's able-bodied like myself will not understand how frustrating it must be for um, wheelchair users and other people who aren't able-bodied to have to um, live in this world where people you know will park in awkward places and horrible places and you know like I'm just thinking of all the things that make my life easier because I'm not in a wheelchair and I think it's just really helped me you know to understand white privilege and I was thinking then okay so what have I done and what can I do to support disabled people in the same way that white people can support black people when it comes to um, racism and I was like hmm okay so what have I actually done and because it's not something that affects me on a day-to-day basis I don't have to think about it on a daily basis either and it's exactly the same for white people you know they don't they're not affected by racism on a day-to-day basis so they don't have to think about it and I think that is is you know the first the first thing that we as black people need to do to understand what it means to be an ally to to a cause that is not affecting us yeah so um yeah I just feel like it's it's crazy to me that um I didn't realize I had privilege um and to like check in you know when you say check your privilege I think I think that was the same going around like last year but I was like wow me although I'm a woman I'm black I'm working class I still have privilege in the sense of I'm able-bodied and I have privilege over someone who isn't and I have to acknowledge my privilege and try to help those um, and support those who don't have that privilege think it's a bit crazy um you know the way the world is and the fact that in that same um scenario just gave how 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 frustrating it must be for someone who's a wheelchair user to take such a long route around this obstacle that isn't an obstacle for me as an able-bodied person it's exactly the same for you know white people they don't have to look at these obstacles that we face like they they don't they genuinely do not because it is not an obstacle for them because they can get through it it's just it's just not a, a problem for them same way that a car being in the middle of the pavement isn't a problem for me because I can just walk in the road and obviously it's not the same um but I just think it's really interesting um to empathize with people who sometimes you know I feel like especially me sometimes I know I can be very very you know my way is the only way like I think certain things about the black community and I want to support only the black community and this is how it should go and I think to just stop and be like wait how how is this seen from not the opposition but from another group of people instead I think it's just you know quite quite a humbling experience quite a humbling and quite um quite uh informative as well because now I understand that it's not we I get frustrated because I don't feel like white people are as passionate when it comes to talking about race 
but it's because they don't understand the obstacles um they don't understand the obstacles they don't know the answers to our obstacles either as well and they didn't ask for for us to necessarily have these obstacles um yeah but then again I think it's it is different because if a group of people are benefiting um from the oppression of another group then I guess you know they're supporting it would you say they're supporting it Hmm. I don't know but yeah um yeah I think that's a first step of being a good ally is educating yourself I think you can't try and help um the black community you can't try and help people fight the oppression that we face unless you educate yourself and understand it because you don't have to experience it so what you have to do first is educate yourself and really um educate yourself on what it is that you're trying to help us against because otherwise you're going into it blindly you won't be of any benefit i think that's very 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 important i think it's finding good sources um of where your education comes from that's really really important as well I feel like um, your education should always be from people who face that issue. Like, for me to go and, um, as a, if I was white, for me to go and watch another white person talk about um, the issue of race, it's not going to be as authentic and from um, someone who experiences it firsthand. So I think that is really, really important that you go and find the correct sources. Um, by watching you know people who are talking about their experiences with race um by professionals um who you know there's a lot of people who study have studied black history and actually understand the impact it has on today's society i think people like that are really really um beneficial to watch and and be educated from i think picking up a good book about race is always you know um an amazing starting place and an amazing starting point you can read it um take your time and just properly educate yourself with what it feels like to experience racism in today's society um i'll link some books that i've read that i think are really good but then again i don't know if it's educated me or just affirmed things for me because obviously having that the the black british experience anyways i already have to experience it um but nevertheless i'll still link them um i feel like yeah i feel like when it comes to educating yourself you have to be persistent you have to really try and break down some of the your pre um existing beliefs um you have to really take yourself out of everything that you've been taught to think and think freely um which you know is very very important for for any kind of liberation that you're trying to work with but especially when it comes to um fighting against racism because it's such a um deeply embedded system in our society that it takes it's it's so deeply in there that sometimes things that you probably don't realize um have foundations in racism actually do um so yeah it's gonna i think the educating yourself part is the most important thing i think that's the same if you're trying to you know become more um active with 
anti-racism work um whether you're black or white i think the first key point is to be educated because if you're not educated you just you just don't want to know what you're talking about and um you can't provide any proper value to to the cause i also feel like um white people can really um empower black people by sharing their stories um what i mean by this is properly like not with you know people seeing you as your primary you know um your primary priority like i don't want people to like you know share things um purely because they want people to see that they're trying to support the black community i think um uplifting black people from a non-performative um place is really really um the the most probably important thing about being a white ally it's about uplifting black people because you want black people to empower themselves i don't think you know when we talk about um white allies we don't want to go into you know the thing of white the white savior complex and you know how white people feel like they need to come and save us i think that's like I think that's why it's so difficult to talk about what a white ally is because um, we're not asking the white community or other communities that don't have to experience racism to come and save us. We don't need saving. We're going to do it ourselves. We're going to fix these issues ourselves. But I think it's a thing of um, for you to not um, fight the oppression that we're that we're facing is to support it um and I think in a world like this, it's not enough to be um, not racist. You have to be actively anti-racist. And I think that that's, you know, what what allyship is about. Um, so, yeah, I think really um, empowering black people um, and not trying to take the spotlight from them, but just putting more spotlight on, on them. I think that's... Um, really really important for the white community to do yeah um i feel like again a a thing for me that's always helped when i don't know exactly what to do is looking to the past um i watched a movie the other day um called son of the south and i think it's something that you know is is a hard watch and I'm someone who honestly hates any kind of black trauma film. Historical black trauma is something I can normally sit through, especially if it's um, like a real story. I can normally sit through it because it's more um, educational rather than um, for entertainment purposes. But I I refuse to watch black trauma films because I experience too too much black trauma in real life to watch a film about it. Like, it's not for me. But Son of the South was really, really... um, it was quite a beautiful story for me it it definitely made me cry um there were some horrible parts in it um sorry let me explain what sin of the south is it's a a movie based on the autobiography of a um man called a white man called bob zauna um he was a i think it was alabama um where he was from but he was born and raised in the south and his um 
obviously everyone knows the South of America is the most racist part um, and especially um, in this time I'm gonna say it was the 60s maybe the 50s it was the 50s or the 60s that this um, that this movie is based in um, and it's based off the autobiography of this man Bob Zana whose grandfather was um, a Klansman he was a a member of the KKK, yes, like, he was very, very racist, um, and it's about him supporting this group of young activists, um, who are fighting and, and a part of the civil rights movement, and I think the most moving scene is when, um, they're, they're in the, the bus, um, they're going, through I think it's Birmingham Alabama and they're trying to um I think they're trying to go to I think was it a university lecture I can't remember the movie I watched it like last year sometime but it was like a scene where they were going through and like people were expecting them to be there and it's obviously a group of black young people coming down to this really really racist town in the south of America and oh my gosh, that he gets battered, and it, I think it, that, for me, is, is what, why allyship is all about, it's, it's not about getting beaten up, of course, but it's about putting yourself in, in front of, um, in front, putting your, using your privilege, your white privilege, to assist black people trying to help the black community I think that is that is that is hit on the head now I think it's about um about you as a white person being like yes I have this privilege but this is what I'm going to do to help people who don't have this privilege um and yeah I think that you know his story I recommend everybody go watch that film very very emotional um but his story about how he you know, had to unlearn a lot of things that he had, um, he had grown up just accepting as the norm, I think that essence of it is something that a lot of young white people can, can take now, because it's not as aggressive as your grandparents were probably KKK members, but I think it's a thing of, um, a lot of old white people in England were still very, you know, anti, um, immigrants, are still very anti-black, and I think, you may not have them exact same beliefs, but really coming from them and like opposing um, some of what your families might be thinking is really what white allyship is about. It's about, um, I think, going into spaces that we can't access and changing the way that them people think. Um, you know, he in the movie, his, his grandfather as a member of the KKK obviously did not approve um he did not at the end like magically fall in love with black people no like it was very very horrible to watch um but I think how powerful Bob Zana was in the fact that he didn't let his family's history define him and he actively went against it I think is just you know um the kind of thing that all white people should do um and yeah just just bravely support um bravely support black people like don't be afraid of what your family members what your friends are gonna think if you believe in the um 
end of oppression to the black community, then you should do whatever you need to do um, to assist us. And then we have to ask ourselves, like, whose responsibility is it to educate white people on how to be a white ally? Whose responsibility is it to to show white people um, our experiences? Like, is it their responsibility to come and actively seek it? Or is it, or is it our responsibility as people who experience racism to try and get people like kind of recruit people to to come against the system i think that um you know for me i feel like my energy cannot be spent trying to um trying to you know show white people oh my gosh this is what this is what you this is what privilege is like i i don't think that's something that um that is my responsibility to dedicate my energy to however i feel like you know we have to make it make spaces for white people to be able to um to help us themselves without um you know doing too much and giving too much of our energy to that aspect of the anti-racist um agenda and you know and and the multiple things it's going to take to fight racism i don't think that white allyship is necessarily something that um black people should spend like too much time with but I definitely think it's something that we should um think about because I think unity is something that is so um so overlooked I think that unity within the black community of course but with other communities that face face oppression and even those who don't necessarily face oppression but of course um can see it and might benefit from it I think having unity between all these different groups is very very important because i think we always talk about you know the one percent controlling us but then that means that we are the 99 percent. and if that 99 percent came together listen we will be unstoppable coming together to fight it is the most important thing i think yeah unity is everything um all it takes is one person to accept um, an injustice, the injustice to stand. Um, and similarly, all it takes is one person to fight the injustice, the injustice to be fought against. Um, and I think the what can happen when we all come together will be so incredible. And it really takes people putting aside their differences um, for change to really come real change real change